they've got to, 10 seconds oh! remaining. Three, two, Looks like two. it's going to be a draw. Looks like it's heading for a draw. Maguire down the line. North. Oh! Cells in. It's now time for another match review panel. Everybody, welcome to the Lot Pod, the Leeds Rhinos Lot 17A podcast, kindly brought to you by ACDMB, who are a branding and creative design agency based in Farsley, Leeds. They create standout brands. So, if there are any companies out there who need a new brand or a brand refresh, just get in touch with ACDMB, and we kindly thank them as always for supporting us and for sponsoring us. We really appreciate it. I'm Eddie. I'm your host for this one, for the Salford match review panel. Joining me is, as always, Statman Reese. How are you, mate? I think I'm still on a high. I'm not quite <laughs> sure. You are. Come down yet. I hope your delusion's as high as mine. It's just, what a great weekend. I mean, we'll go into it in a lot more detail, obviously, but... Well, we will. Off with Leeds United yesterday, yes. Scum losing today, and then Rhinos topping it off. I mean, it's weekend. You took the words really out of my mouth. It is better, the perfect weekend. The weekend of all weekends, watching that scum result come in, and then obviously the Rhinos managed to hold on and win. But um, who have we got on the podcast today, mate? We have Chris uh, and we have Laurie, if I can get hold of him. If Laurie can pull his finger out, you mean? Yeah. Um, but what we've got on for the podcast today, we obviously got to review the great win again today from Salford. We're going to have a bit today. Of- I know it's the first time we've ever reviewed on the day. Yeah, it's so fresh. It feels a bit professional, doesn't it? It's not like us, is it? It's not like us at all. No. Um, but yeah, we've got the review of Salford. Um, we'll cover quite a few transfers because there's quite a few rumours flying around no, last yeah. week regarding the Rhinos. Uh, we'll do our usual Super League roundup, obviously give you an update on what's happened with uh, the other Rhinos teams as well. Uh, and then we'll do the mail back. Sounds good to me. But let's bring Chris in. Chris, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? Too? Welcome along. A newbie. We love our newbies here. Yeah. Nice shirt as well. What's that, 90? 91. 91. That's a legit one as well. Yeah. I don't mess about. I've got... That's a real... Oh, Reese, look at this. Yeah, so anybody not, that's not these retro ones that I've bought from the shop. These are originals, <laughs> these. Chris is holding up legit original. Is that 93? Yeah? 94, that. 94. I've got What's a... That? That's not an original. Oh, put it down. There's a story behind that. Story behind that one. The Balmain Tigers. 
Yeah, and this is my favourite. Oh, I saw it. I thought um, Casper then. So. Oh, look at that. The Gillette. 2006, 2004? 2000, I think this is a 2003 one. Is that the shirt Morley got sent off in? It's a Great Britain shirt for those that can't see. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Reese is always like, oh, look at this. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm criminal for it. <laughs> I don't think it's the actual shirt he got sent off in, but yeah, it's from that series. It is, it is that, that one. That's my favourite. Well, it's a bit of a lie that my favourite ever shirt is actually the Australian one, but it's an Australian shirt. Oh, it's, no. it's they've never changed it, have they? No, it's a classic, which is why I don't know why England did that, but that's a whole. Then, other... um, my wife's Australian, and, and I lived in Sydney for three years as well. So ah, right. So there's that I connection as well. I lived near Balmain, so that's I used to go watch Wests, which was pretty good because it was when Gareth Ellis were over there. Oh, as well, so you had that connection to yeah. the Rhinos as well. Uh, well, yeah, you... we'll um, we'll crack on without Laurie. Laurie might just drop is, in is one of our regulars. Is he? Is he Laurie? Is he? Hi, uh... hi, Laurie. Welcome along. Are you all right? <laughs> Technical problems, mate. Absolute shambles, mate. We all know how bad your broadband is. <laughs> what am I an hamster? Oh, honestly, <laughs> mate. Absolute shambles. Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah. Right, we'll crack on um, with the Salford match review, which was today as we record this. Um, Chris is our newbie. We'll start with him. We always start with positives, Chris. What positives do you think Leeds, Rowan Smith, us as fans can take from this win? Right, I'll be honest, this might be a bit controversial. I think that's... We like best. that. We need a bit more of that on here, I think. <laughs> I think it's the best win at season. Really? Yeah. Explain. It's the only one that's really mattered, doesn't it? Mm. And there was a lot on that game. So there was... It made us clear from relegation, although we, we would have been safe anyway, I think. But technically... And it... They're, they're our main rivals to get in that sixth position. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the start was immense. Mm. But they were actually the second best team for 40, 50 minutes. The war. Mm. We've yeah. still, we've still yeah, the war. So, yeah. yeah, it might be a bit controversial because it's all right. I'm in Wigan and it's great and all that. But that, to me, was the best win of the season. Yeah. I think I think the start were amazing, Laurie. I missed the first 10 12 minutes because I was late. Um, a great start. What do you think uh, the, some of the positives we can take from this one, Laws? I mean, I, I think, uh, well, that first 10, 15 minutes, our attacking line was absolutely superb. I mean, you look at the trial we scored straight away and it was literally like watching. If you'd have put that, that I know it sounds awful to say, but if you put that first 10 minutes against any performance earlier this season, you'd have laughed at it. And literally, because we played that good, and literally, we looked that dominant. It was literally like watching a team who we didn't expect at any point earlier this season. And we looked really good. And that try, you know, to start things off was superb. And That I try I missed. Yeah, that try that you missed, mate. Yeah. As in and, 54. Yeah. That try you're all coming over now. Just... <laughs> and then the try that Milo scored as well. It kind of like... I missed that as well. Yeah, you missed that as well, mate. Well done. Uh, <laughs> We looked really good. And the funniest thing is, we generally did look really good. And mm. I think, I mean, I know they came back into it, but it's almost one of those where yeah, you consider did. that it were two teams who've played really good rugby recently and they were mm. coming against each other. So you can almost take it with a pinch of salt that Salford were always going to come back at us. 
But the way that we played were actually superb. And I think full credit to us. I think really we do need to, you know, we can give ourselves some big praise there. What did you make of it, Reese? I was so excited in the lead up to the game because I thought, you know, one, it was the family day, it was a double header, but this was probably Super League's two informed teams at the moment, you could probably fairly mm-hmm. say. Coming up together, both playing exciting rugby. I thought this is going to be a great game of rugby. In reality, for about 40, 50 minutes, I absolutely hated that game. I was, Why don't you tell I, us all about your BPM? Well, my heart rate, I can, I can get it on my watch now. It was horrendous. Probably don't really had a cardiac don't wear a watch watching these games. I think it. It's just sure the last four hours. I'm down now to about seventy. The highest it got just calm down. One hundred and forty-five <laughs> beats per minute was the highest. Wow. It so I was a bit stressed, um, and I was saying to me, we went up eighteen 0 and my dad, me and my dad looked at each other, and went, "It's not over. This isn't. This isn't going to be a, no, you know, a like walk that. away no. sort of thing, a walk over for the rhinos." Um, and I have to admit, I kind of agree what Chris was saying about it's probably the most, the best win of the season because. Yeah. Wigan was a complete performance, but Wigan were also off the boil. Whether we made them off the boil or not, it was a bit. It was. It was. Today was much more of a contest. We had to fight, and we had to. We, we, in that second half, we must have had six sets on our line. Yeah, that we had to defend, yeah. and they only got over once. And Salford looked quick. They were. They were dangerous in attack. I crap myself every time Callum Watkins got the ball. Every time Tim Lafay got the he ball. He looked keen like, to score tonight. Yeah, he did. Yeah, there was just. Yeah, Salford were, yeah, I thought Salford were brilliant tonight. And I don't think the score is a fair reflection of how dominant they were. No, I don't. Most of the game. Up um, until like, because they had loads of pressure on our line, right up until Hanley's interception. Yeah. That like that killed was, the game. It was like they were really swarming forward. And then that interception. I've heard this, that it's not a fair reflection, but I probably said it myself, but I kind of disagree with that. Hmm. It's a fair reflection of how we defended. Yeah, oh, good point, yeah. actually. Yeah. I think I don't think the score. What I mean, but I don't think we were twenty points better than Salford. Um, mm. But I do think our defence was 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 brilliant, and you know, Hardake made some phenomenal tackles. Yeah, uh, in that game, he was brilliant. Uh, Jared O'Connor made one. I think Cam Cam Smith made a couple that were were try saving tackles. Like the defence was brilliant. Just to consider they only scored three tries, I'm quite amazed. In, in mm. that. and you go back to Rowan's first game, which was against Salford over which there. Salford away, yeah. That side would not have held out as long as we did. Genuinely, today. I've got a genuine question here. Did that almost feel like a playoff game because of the intensity? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I'm saying about it being the best win of the season. Yeah, no. that, I, I think we lose that game, we will struggle to get into sixth. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 like, yeah. because yeah. we would have been a point behind or two points behind the others. I think maybe a point behind. I'm going to join the delusional. I think we'll get fifth now. That's not delusional enough. I definitely I think, think fifth or six. Hmm. I think we'll get fifth. Okay. I, I think we generally could at the moment, but I think the one positive for me today was the collective, the ecstasy of Hanley running down that wing was incredible oh. in the moment. And then I remember looking over to another guy in the south stand. He was wearing a silver cap and he was wearing that silver away shirt that we just don't win in um and I, think I, think we've, I think we've actually officially retired that away shirt now because i, I saw someone wearing it today I did, again i forgot about it yeah so uh yeah i looked at this guy and we both looked at each other and we just had a kiss we just looked at each other and just went <sighs> like we just like, almost in unison like we had this cathartic release oh, of thank wait. god 
we've I'll had four years, mate, don't we, I'll be honest, right? Uh, the Salford end, as soon as uh, Hanley got the ball, everyone just like, come on, somebody get him, somebody get him. And then by the time we got to halfway line, everyone just went, oh, yeah. And oh, like, was, we were all celebrating and you could see the collective, like, it was almost like an emotion of just like, yeah, that's the game. And Salford fans were leaving. As soon as he literally scored that try, it was almost like, yeah. Time to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think we've pretty much had, what, four or five years where, let's face it, we wouldn't have won that game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a, it was like a release. Hmm. We've had games where we've beaten teams like we've beaten Wigan. Hmm. But I don't know. Like a bit of. I think you uh, could say that for the last two games, there the Catalan result, obviously last week, and and that I, I can probably agree with you. Um, that took some resolve today. I think that's probably again. I'm going to change my answer now. I think the biggest positive was the resolve in defence and coming out the other end of it um, hmm. with a 20 point win. Don't you think next? I mean, I know I'm slightly jumping the gun here, but don't you think Friday night's going to be an absolute massive game? What's well, another four pointer? We're only one point ahead of, um, only one point ahead of Hulk IR. Yeah. So it's another four pointer again. Yeah. We it's should be winning that. Belter of a game. We should be winning that. I think we will win it. I think we'll win it quite comfortably. But my delusion, you're all talking about fifth and sixth. I'm, I'm sat at Old Trafford. <laughs> You know, you've you've won the grand final. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm booking that Monday off work. You know, I'm so getting I'm, I'm I'm already there. I'm at the I'm getting my tickets sorted for Old Trafford. I, I think. I don't think if we carry on playing like we're playing, there's many teams that will want to play us in playoffs. Well, we we we, we me Reese and Laurie met after the game and spoke about that, and we were like, I bet Chris is right. I bet the teams that are around there thinking Leeds are just that new coach feeling the. Picking up the wins, they're looking good. I'm telling you that every one of them now they're thinking. I can't remember who said it, but one of us or someone in our group said there'll be teams in there now who who do make the playoffs with us because we will make them. They'll be thinking, please don't. Well, I don't want to play Leeds. We don't want to play Leeds. Not the now. Thing is- that top six have probably got settled in the fact that they know who they're going to play. And all of a sudden... There's but a the great team. white shirts coming. <laughs> <laughs> this this absolute team of pink stroke, uh, blue and amber, is suddenly piling in and they're going, oh, what do we do here? And now it's like, well, you're going to have to deal with, uh, you know, Harry Newman. You're going to have to deal with, you know... You know, Caesar coming in, that sort of mentality. It's almost like I bet a few of teams are kind of worried now that Leeds are just gathering up form, just Leeds? gathering pace. Don't look that hot at the moment. Who don't? Sorry, Saints. No, 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 no. Lost a lot of players of injury and losing the coach end of year. They'll be they'll be panicking about us. In Catalan had thirteen players out today. Um, wow. Obviously, we can play Warrington, but that's like a buy now, anyway, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> um, but yeah, though, I, you, you could put. I mean, Salford and Leeds were the four team form teams in the league going into that game, I think. Um, mm. And to be honest, I won't want to play Salford either because you, uh, you know, for look at those teams as well, they they were good today, and I think Leeds and Salford. I think they are fifth and sixth. We'll be fifth, and they'll be sixth. Mm. Do you think? Yeah, no, I we'd. I know it sounds awful to say, but would you fear going to theirs rather than them coming to us? I don't fear anybody now, Laurie. <laughs> I don't fear Penrith. 
Bugger it, bring the Aussies over, the whole international side will beat them all. I mean, the way I think it was, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, we look really good at home, but I'm just fearing it's kind of like, it's one of those things, isn't it? You know, if we have to go somewhere, do you fear the team that we have to no. go? Because I was trying to work out if we have to go to Huddersfield. And let's be honest, I, I, well, I worked out that we could face Huddersfield, and it was like, do you know what, Huddersfield, I don't fear, I don't fear them at all. I don't fear anyone. No, I mean, that's it, exactly. It's almost like, Mentality says we're playing really well. We could do some of these teams quite easily. I don't know. Sorry, that's just me overthinking everything. I know. No, I love it. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to go this, I, I generally think we could win out the season. If you're not, if we're if we're playing well and keep the ball, you know. Can you guys? Can you guys? Steelers winning every game from you know like from here. On, we've, just... won, we've won five out, of the last, five out of the last six games and the only game we lost was to lose and you could argue there's reasons why we lost that game hmm. but if we'd have had a normal side or anything else we would have won we've got I... K- KR, Warrington, Huddersfield, Catalan away and then we've got Cass The only game I fear is Catalan away Yeah Again I know, my god so. That's it. And that's only because of the time, you know, the time that we've had since Cass and everything like that but hmm. everything else I th- Think we should win. I That's mean, as well, in in that on the double duck weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. On the uh, Monday. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Oh, you're God, right. Yeah. So um, I don't, I don't have any stats because Super League aren't that. Quick. I'm about to see you what having it because it's too. It's weird we, being super professional recording of the night, but there isn't any stats other than the try stats. Obviously, we got Reese didn't miss a kick again. Uh, he really enjoyed his one from the touchline, by the way. I don't know if you saw yeah. that, but he's, he had a right little celebration. It was brilliant. Um, Reese got two tries as well. Uh, Newman got one. Hanley got one, obviously. And uh, Richie Myler got one. So, but instead of going through the stats, who were who stood out for people today? Because I think Martin was one that stood out for me. Yeah, I, thought... I think, yeah, I think Martin went man of the match, to be honest. I think, you know, he's kicking and his tries and everything he put in. He, he was definitely mad. He, he stood out for me. I, I thought I can't remember who mentioned it. Sorry, but Hardacre again made a great tackle. I can't remember who brought the line. But he made a great he, tackle. He was my man at match, even though Martin did mm. all that. There, there was two try saving tackles, and one was a. Yeah. It was a two on one, and he stopped. Mm. Yeah. And he, yeah, yeah, just awesome, absolutely um, awesome. And there was another one when um, I think Dwyer had taken the ball in, and I think. Mick was about to play from dummy half and Hardacre literally just ran in, pushed Mick out of the way, took it, and I think we scored off it if it's like for having the next phase yeah. or the or that phase. And it was just there were certain things that Hardacre did today. I thought Bentley was brilliant. Obviously, he yeah. set up the first try. He obviously boshed off um I can't remember who it was now, he boshed off, but he started that up. Obviously, he made he made one mistake, I think. Um, but I thought Bentley was brilliant again today. Did he um, go off injured? Yeah, he were well. It Rowan's like not it. making much of it at the moment. No, he said right. he was fine, but yeah. said he was fine. Right? Yeah, he's um... he was holding his ankle, but he looks brilliant today. I generally thought Bentley was one of our best players. He played tackling Yeah, and he, 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 do you know what? We're now seeing the Bentley that we signed. He's literally mm-hmm. yes. Player. This is the Bentley we want. Yeah, mm-hmm. he goes in for the yeah. tackles. He doesn't do anything daft, and he continuously yeah. provides that. And do you know what? That's what we've needed. The the Bentley we saw early in the season was like a you know it were almost un. I know it sounds awful to say, but it didn't have a leash on him, did it? He was allowed mm-hmm. to do whatever he wanted. Whereas this, you know, Bentley now he's almost like he's been told what he has to do, and he's he's followed it. He's brilliant. 
So James Bentley's turned his form around. We're aware of that. We've seen it. We've mentioned on this podcast about this is the player that we thought we signed and now he's here and we're all in love with him. The man who started the game. Say, are you about to say what you're, I think you're about to no, say? No, the man, no. Do not no. say it. <laughs> because no. I was going to bring it up anyway. So, <laughs> The man who shan't be named returned. <laughs> I thought he played well. Did no. pretty much the bog standard what we expect of him. I do think and there is a player in there. There is. We know that there's a player I, in there. I was going to mention this. I didn't know whether it annoy you because I know you don't like him. There is a player in there. I'll go with to Chris. Getting, we're, not, we're not getting rid of him, right? No, we're not going to get rid of him. I've kind so of... what, what we've got to look at is look what Bentley's done under. Yes, that's yeah. So we've got him for another year. He's not a. He wasn't a crap player. No, he won. I think he got to two. He definitely got to two. I think they were back to back. What we need? Is, we need. We need him to play like he should be playing. Because we're not getting rid of him. No, we won't go. We're stuck with him. We're definitely yeah, stuck with him. Do you reckon um, he's listened to us recently, though, with the say of his mullet? I know he's got a mullet. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that transforms any player wearing a mullet or having a mullet. Yeah, we do. <laughs> did you see Rowan Smith's pre-game comments? Because he was I saying, thought you were going to say, did you see Rowan Smith's mullet? <laughs> no, clearly not, because he's bald like you. Um, so he was... He was saying how like Zane Tevano is one of the best trainers in the team and all this sort of stuff, and but he did have a word of him, and I think he used a phrase about not to this effect, but along the lines of his stupid red card against Saints, and he's had they've had conversations about it. But he said he's the, one of the best trainers in the team mm. um, and on the training field. So, you know, today was a I I thought he ran in hard. He made the tackles that he needed to do. Yeah. Um, he obviously made that one error when he knocked the ball on, but I, he looked great today. I, yeah. I thought I thought he played a part in the team. I thought Bodin played really well. I think Alensky played the first half without a break, you know. He didn't come off. He didn't come do off at all in the first half, did he? I know it sounds awful to say, but do you reckon Alensky's just done so much that he's almost tearing himself out because he literally seems to be there all the time. We haven't had any other props all year, no, have we, exactly. apart from him? And I, I kind of feel like we've got to that point now where I know we're praising him, but I just feel like do you reckon he needs a rest? I know it sounds awful, but I'd just love to see him have a week off. He's you still know, young, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. still young. He's, he's, he's well, still he feel, feels young. He's, he feels part of this what, new... What do you have said that about Stuart Fielden when he was running around? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll give you that, yeah. JP, yeah. You just said play him as long as he wants to play. Mm. I, yeah. I, I, I'm, the thing is about it, I'm all in with Rowan Smith. I trust him, so... Precisely. And we've got to, I suppose, just on heel sharp being in, we've got to trust him to get that player, like Chris mentioned, out of him. Because we know there is a player in there. You know what I think he's been doing? I think he's trying to play in the hard man, and that's, we don't, we don't mm. need that. He's not just done the Bentley, has he? Yeah, we just need mm. to do his job. Yeah. And yes, I think which, he did, which he did today. Yes, he didn't it's do anything more of that. He did job well today. To, if he does today. that, then that's fine, isn't it? But um, more of just, that, more of the mullet, we'll be, we'll be happy. Bodine Thompson was immense today. Yes, he, he really was. We needed that, Duncan on this pod. That's going <laughs> to worry a lot of fans. <laughs> did you yeah. think? I know it sounds daft, but do you reckon that Thompson could actually? I mean, I know he's probably he's basically ninety nine percent going, but he really could. Is he going? You're saying that we've not heard anything. 
I know, but seems to be one a week, doesn't it? It kind of says, right, it's Bentley's going, he's going, uh, Briscoe's going. Yeah, I just feel like he's actually that sort of player who, I mean, he, he always crafts, doesn't he? He always puts the effort in, but it's Listen to us. see it. Yeah, exactly. He goes a bit undisclosed, doesn't he? It's going to worry a lot of fans, <laughs> me included. <laughs> I don't want him to stay, but. Yeah, don't play. don't let it take away from the point that he played brilliant today and he's played quite well yeah. in quite a few games as Bodine. Um, no, he has, yeah. I, yeah. Can't fault him. We today, can't. to me, it felt like we had a pack and the props. And obviously, no, yeah, with um mm, with Heel Sharp and him coming off the bench, I thought we actually look like we've got some it's grunt up yeah. front. Mm. Yeah. Sam Walters only played for five, six he months. Had a, he did, he had a, yeah, and he had one stint, didn't he? Yeah, Rowan Smith mentioned it in his presser. Yeah, and he said the plan with that fourth middle, as they call them, mm. was to always just have a short spell because yeah. of the work that Aledsky did. Yeah, so it seems a bit bizarre to me, but again, we don't, trust Rowan. We don't need to <laughs> leave it rolling. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, trust, trust the process. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there were a period. In the game where Salford really got back into it, and to be fair, they I thought they they sold their allocation quite well. You were there, Laurie. You were you were in the West, weren't you? I thought there were yeah. patches as well where their fans really, really gave it. So I thought that was the best yeah. following at Edinley all year. What did you I make of it being in there? I didn't realise they had that many fans. To be honest, no, they did well. Well, then again, last few years when they've been over, they've actually brought quite a few. I don't mm. know if it's this leads away. But they do seem to bring quite a few. And today, I mean, there was loads. I mean, I stand in the what we know, what we can call northwest corner at the top, and there were loads of um, Salford fans up there. And um, I mean, they were a bit disgruntled when we took the lead. They were like, "Oh, we've been a better team. We've been a better team." Oh, I can't believe you're leading. Well, so then. what? <laughs> yeah, sorry, but if you're leading, you win. Yeah, and. Um, but honestly, I, I was quite impressed. But they're one of the teams that do bring a lot. It almost seems mm-hmm. like, I mean, I know they don't get a huge amount of hope, but away following, they do seem to bring a lot. But I mean, they've got, got, got 6,000 of the. Saints brought, Saints brought one and a half of that, didn't they? To be fair, yeah. Lord. I mean, I reckon they must have brought a thousand today, which, yeah. but Western Terrace, which is quite a lot, and it were a good atmosphere on there, to be fair. Which I is more than Warrington took to Wigan, by the way. I don't know if you saw oh, the, yeah. the scenes of how many Warrington fans went over to Wigan, but not many came over. I all. mean, let's be honest, we play Warrington in, what, two weeks? I don't think they'll bring many for that game. It won't be the same as the first game of the season when they filled that. No, exactly, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated with this Warrington situation, mate. I am. I'm kind of getting a bit obsessed with it. Uh, no, I am obsessed, yeah. We've, we've, we've had some pretty shitty years, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, but... Four four wins in twenty. Four wins in twenty. Is it that bad? Yeah, yeah, it's that bad. I don't get what what they've done because they were didn't they finish third last year? Yeah. Yes. So what was what's the rebuild about? Why has he gone in and done all that? So basically, by the sounds of it, it's almost like Daryl Powell has come in and they've given him, oh, you are the chief almighty, you can do whatever you want. And uh, he's come in and by the sounds of it, let's be honest, he's been found out. And I just feel like... Found out for what? He's rubbish. He's always, he always <laughs> that's been rubbish. That's I mean. no, Lottie, that's what I mean. He's been found out oh. for exactly that. You right, know, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Have 
they needed someone just to get them over the line, didn't they? Yeah. But, I mean... Why did never did got done that? No. This is why I went, we kind of got off tangent here, but... Like, I was going to say, should we save it for the Super League round? Yeah, we're going to save this for the Super League round. Yeah, because we can have a whole session on bashing Warrington later on when we talk about how they lost again. We'll save that for a few um, weeks. Time. Yeah. Just bringing it back in. Favourite try. Yeah, where were we? Favourite try from today. Favourite moment from today. I've got another uh, question after this about the family day, but favourite um, tries. Ash Hanley's easy. Yeah, I think it is to me. The, the exity and relief of that try. Yeah, that's a good I word. Mean, the second best try was obviously the one that Lottie didn't see at the start of the game. I mean, that oh, yeah, was I'm glad you did. That was my favourite. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just a massive Harry Newman fan, so yeah, me too. Yeah, can watch lyrical about him all day. Thought he was outstanding today. He did. He yeah. did well with Lafay, who's a real handful, isn't it? He got, yeah, he he got beat by him once, didn't he? And that's when mm. Ken Sia scored in the corner. But other than that, and that was a really good contest watching them two against each other as well. That's what, this was just a great game of rugby. Another game that wasn't televised that should have been televised. Um, but Absolutely ridiculous. What were Channel it's, 4? It's ridiculous, isn't it? Why would you pick um, Yeah. Um, my other question was going to be the family day. Now, I obviously know that um, you were late, Lottie. But um, thoughts on the family day? Success? I Did you have a photo with Chewbacca? I saw a nice owl. I saw an owl. <laughs> oh, there was a photo. Yeah, that raised. Yeah. Ooh, who? Um, I like but yeah. Did you have a photo with Chewbacca or anything? Or Darth Vader? No. I didn't see anything at all. Yeah. I didn't. I, I saw thought, some. I thought, I thought it was quite a good success. I, I think we. I feel like we had the biggest crowd of the season. Yeah, I think. yeah it was. Yeah. It was and there were loads of families. There were loads of kids. It's obviously worked. It's obviously because what you, you see these things on social media, like the, what the club put out on Twitter. And I always think, I don't know, is that appeal? I don't know. I always think, it, but it's obviously worked because there were kids everywhere, especially sat around, yeah. doesn't it? South stand. There were, because obviously, wherever you sit and stand, you kind of get to know the people around you and you know, give them a nod or you'll speak to them. There were just kids everywhere. It's all. Sold out with families and kids. Obviously, obviously worked. I mean, yeah, the crowd. What is is that? The biggest crowd of the year? Then yeah, I think so. Be. I think the previous one I've got recorded down is fourteen four hundred. I think that was. It was one of those where obviously me turning up late when we got into the ground straight away. My friend went, "This is a big crowd. This must be biggest because you know visually see it like how." how well, big I can tell because I sit in the east stand, mm. and. If that's busy, you know it's a big crowd. Yeah, that's, that's true. Be, that mm. seems to be the first place that's quite sparse. Mm. Which I mean, I, saw... I, had, I had people next to me. <laughs> Friends? <laughs> oh, yeah. or... No. No. <laughs> I go on my own. I'm a sad Um I don't like Sunday games. I hate them. No. Not, not built for them. It mm. works for the family day, doesn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, just to wrap up the Salford review, man of the match, Chris. It was obviously Reese Martin, but I just give a shout out to Hardacre. Yeah, I think what Reese Martin did he score twenty two points, two tries and seven kicks, uh, yeah. something in the region of that. Yeah, what I mean, so twenty one. But so yeah, let's leave that aside. I think Hardacre. Yeah, Laurie. 
Uh, toss up between Martin Hardacre, Newman. <laughs> yeah, it was any of those three, to be fair, because they all put in an absolute. To be fair, we didn't actually play that bad. You could have picked anyone, even Thompson. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to leave it up. That's a lot pod first, isn't it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I generally think. Credit it was, where it's due. Yeah, they all played. I know we conceded that many points, but I think it was more of a case of who we were playing. So, I. Yeah, we'll say nine. Yeah, for me. I thought Cam Smith had an off game. Don't, no, no. He's Excuse love me. You can't, he's the love of my life. You're not allowed to. He's allowed one Sorry. day off. I thought he was below his. High, such high standards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't as good as he has been in last in the last couple of games. I will admit that, and, mm. and that did hurt a little. One saying it and one recognizing it, and yeah, um, my man of the match. I'm going to give it to Bentley. Oh yeah, I, oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm also falling in love with him a bit at the moment. Obviously, discipline oh, side is completely yeah. turned around. He's going yeah. his longest streak in the side. He yeah. was everywhere today. Made some really important tackles, and he's he's really class. starting to be involved in the attack as well. You know, yeah. he set the stall out with that bump off, and obviously getting that opening try. Um, so, um, I mean, we didn't speak about Fussy really. Um, Fussy was never oh, going to make that break, by the way. When he made that break down that right hand side, he was never going the full. Didn't off. you believe, or I would believe it? No, 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 I, I said to dad, if, if that was Hanley, it'd have gone, but I, I, I didn't have to believe it. Fussy Hanley or Newman, but F- Fussy carried really hard. Hardacre yeah. would Hardacre have scored that? No, Newman could have done, but Newman would have gone around yeah. everyone because Newman <laughs> took him on outside when he yeah. just blasted but him. no my man in the match will be Bentley I think he was brilliant outstanding yet again and looking forward to we've got KR next mm-hmm. you fancy our chances in this one Chris do you know I'm a bit like that with this one oh no I think, I think we'll be where's, oh, where's your delusion gone <laughs> oh, <isn't it? laughs> um, I'm, I'm conditioned from the last five years to be nervous about every game yeah <laughs> Expect nothing. Yeah, exactly. We should be hammering them. Mm. Depends what side they've got out. I don't know whether they've got any coming back. They're still re- struggling with injuries, but they, you know, Toulouse should have won that game on Thursday night. Yeah, they should. We could be missing uh, Caesar, by the way. Toulouse is absolutely. Yeah, apparently we could be missing Caesar because apparently he tripped someone up. Um, they're also looking yeah, that Fossey Tua might be in, in for one. He did trip um, him up. He even apologised to him when he did it. I know. He held his. I'm not sure if it was that. intentional or not, but um, another okay. soccer players are kicking up after it. Yeah, I forgot how we spoke about it after the game as well. But they're expecting apparently Fussy Tua did a bad tackle on the line of Elijah Taylor. I don't did really it? remember. I don't really remember it to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think we'll. I think we'll miss him then next week. Oh God! But I, I, I think we should be going to Hull KR confident of a win. But we'll see. Is it Craven Park? Yeah, exactly. I do like that ground. I haven't been for a while. Although I'm not going to the game. Laurie, reckon got a chance against KR? Um, It depends. I I generally think the first 20, 25 minutes will dictate the game. If we get a, if if we set our stall out like we did today, we'll win it. But they're a difficult team. All KR. You've got a good coach. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. No, no, anyway. sorry about this. I ordered this on the podcast and on, on my fiance's Amazon. Did you hear that? She thought she'd been hacked. Because, I, I don't know why someone think you'd hack and order a bell um, <laughs> for £5.99, but she cancelled it. <laughs> so I need to reorder it and get a new one. <laughs> I love how Reese ordered it 
on his fiance's Amazon. On his own. Well, she's got Prime. It was going to come the day after. So, right. All I'm going to say is ding, 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 ding. Anyway, right. Um, yeah. I generally think it depends. I gen- they could really cause us problems, but if we end up competing and battling on the same levels, and we'll win. But the way we're playing at the minute, we should win. It's just that. It depends. It's on their ground, and they're quite good at theirs, aren't they? So it's, it's going to be a tricky one, I think. We need to go out and play like we did for the first 20 minutes today. Yeah, start yeah. like we did today. Getting their faces on us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. How do you see it going, Reese? I, I mean, I, I, I see us winning. and I, But I, I, how we win, I don't... One, I don't care, because I trust Rowan, and that's fine. But um, I, I do think we will win. I, I think the momentum that we're carrying at the moment, that's a different type of win to the Catalan game. That's a different type of win to the Wigan game. Um, we've had to that's show different results point. Yeah, there have been three different wins, really, haven't there? So, I'm, yeah, I, I'm all in. To be fair, Rowan Smith said that in his press as well. Yeah, he, he did. Said he's pleased to see them win in different ways. Mm. That's a good point. I think we'll win easily. Oh, well, bye. I don't know. 24. I'll remind can you, you. Can you miss the first 10 minutes again so we score? <laughs> can I do that? Yeah, because I'm quite superstitious. <laughs> you are. And if we win, wear, wear the same clothes and listen to the same music on the way there. I, am. I think we, we should. We've not, not lost when I've worn this, so I'll wear this next week. So Chris has to wear that. I have to listen to the same music. Any of you two done anything similar last couple of games? Uh, no. No. No, Laurie, just continue as you are. Reese. <laughs> no, not for me. I just... just continue uh... as you are. So it's on me and Chris. <laughs> if we lose, one of us hasn't done... completed the assignment. <laughs> so, moving on, we had quite a bit of squad news and um, potential new signings again. Um I think we need to start with the announcement that Tom Briscoe is leaving us. Um, I'm choking up. I thought you were choking up then. Oh, I'm just burping. <laughs> no, I'm choking up, Tom. I promise, I promise. Tom Briscoe is a champion player. I know that, you know, on this podcast, we review what we see. You know, so if someone has, has had a bad game, we review that game. It doesn't mean that, you know, the things I've done previous, we never forget about them. Like Callum Watkins today, who, Got a massive round of applause from everyone in Headingley. Tom Briscoe is an absolute champion. I've got it here. Two two championships, two Challenge Cups and a League Leader Shield. Five tries in the 2015 Cup Final, was it? Yeah, Along with, KR, yeah. Yeah, I mean, his finals record is absolutely awesome. I mean, we've really got to commemorate Tom Briscoe. Don't you think, Laurie, when the time's right? Because this is a champion leaving us at the minute. Yeah, I mean... It feels awkward saying, you know, goodbye and good luck. But if you think about it, he's been at the club so long. It's almost like he's become part of the fabric. Yeah. And, you know, I remember 2015 and he was part of that team that those last eight weeks or whatever it was of the season, he played a huge part of. He did. But if you think now, that's coming up to seven years ago. So it's almost like mm. we have to be very thoughtful of how we think about this. Mm. He's 
he's done a brilliant job for us, and we can't lie about that. He's, you know, what he's done for this club has been important. You know, those five tries at Wembley won us. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, they started off the, uh, you know, treble. But I just think if you look, at, if he comes back now, what what's he going to be like? And it's like, I just think we'd, we've moved on, haven't we? We settled the team almost already without being there. Mm. Fair play, good. It's almost like you know we wish you luck, but I just feel like it's probably the right time and good luck somewhere else. But you know, I don't know. It sounds horrible, but well done. But we can't, you know, you can't hold sentiment for too long. No, I think it's time. But what what a player, Chris. I mean, his whole Leeds career has just been success after success, really. Yeah, and um, he seemed to get a lot of stick. Yeah, he did. I sort of stuck up for him a bit. I think he did a lot of, especially in the last few years, he did a lot of work. Mm. He might not have done the flashy stuff, but he was strong as an ox, wasn't he? Coming yeah. out of his own, yeah. he, he did a lot of work. And I, I think he used to get too much stick. He, mm. he lost a yard of pace. And he would put, then he got played in centres, and he's never a centre. No. Um Absolute champion player. I think it's right time for him to go, but... Yeah, a real champion, this guy. He annoyed me when he got quite a lot of stick. How do you see it, Reese? Tom Briscoe leaving us? It, it, is, it is sad in a way that he's he, he's a champion player for the club. You know, 93 tries in 202 appearances. So, you know, yeah. almost a, a try every, ga- every other game. Um, I was, you know... I always wanted to sign him when he played for Hull because he was one of the best wingers in the league. Um, yeah. So when we signed him, I was over the moon. He's been a fantastic servant. But as of anything, he's 32 this year, he's 33 next year. It, it is probably the right time to say thanks very much, Tom. You know, he's, he's played longer for us than he has at Hull. Um, you know, he's been a fantastic servant. I just hope that he gets a, I hope he gets a, a good send-off from the club, either with an appearance on the pitch before the end of the season. Or yeah, I do. A, yeah. Or at least to stand off if he's out for the season, at least get him on the pitch in the last home game of the season to say thank you. Yeah, definitely. It kind it of almost win. feels like that New Zealand game will be a send-off, doesn't it? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Forgot about yeah. that game. I keep forgetting about that as well. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels like that could be his, uh, you know, goodbye time because he's not going to be in England squad or anything. So it also feels no. like that could be his farewell game, but I don't know. He needs a good goodbye. That's yeah. he definitely needs. He needs. I'm sure he's aware, but he needs to you know. We need to show our love for him because he's. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he packs it in. You think yeah. he'll just call it a day? Yeah. He's got some kind of business thing going on. All right. He's done a, he's done a uh, unicorn, hasn't he? At Beckett's. Yeah, but I'm sure I've seen like promoting some kind of fitness type thing. I could be wrong. All right. He might just go straight into that then. Imagine him thinking, I can't be asked doing this anymore. Well, he's done it all as well, hasn't he? Well, the only thing he, he hasn't won is the World Club Challenge Cup. The way, the way he plays with the strength, and it, it can't be good for his body, can it? No, no not at his age. So Quit while you're ahead, retire while you've got your, your body. I wouldn't be surprised if he says, ah, sod it. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> Thanks for the memories, Tom. Yeah, but he needs a goodbye. He needs a, a real good... Goodbye. Um, in other transfer news, we we mentioned this on a, about two or three podcasts ago, Reese. It's kind of resurfaced its head again. Daryl Alfert's Rugby League Live are reporting that we're signing him on a three-year deal. Yeah. What did we make of this one, Reese? Do you think this is a, a good deal for Leeds? Or 
Well, put this in perspective before I start commenting on it. Uh, Olfurts has 15 tries this year. He leads the lead in tackle bus. You know, he's 2,500 metres, which is about 400 behind Nash Handley. Um, so, stats-wise, he's had a really, really good season. Um, he's 30 at the moment, so he turns 31 at the start of next year. Right, a three-year deal for a thirty-one-year-old just doesn't seem to match with the other transfers and the the, the policy that we seem to be having. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming this means that they don't have faith in Liam Tyndall. Mm-hmm. Um, my worry with this one is this this will result in Liam Tyndall's exit because you know, unless unless we don't know something about Fussy or Ash, um, to me it doesn't it doesn't quite add up, but. If he gets his opportunity and it goes through, and he gets the opportunity, plays well. I'll support anyone in a, in a blue and amber shirt. Yeah, um, it just doesn't 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 add up to me at the moment. It How do you see, Chris? It doesn't add up for Olfert's to me. I, I, if if we're signing him as like a utility centre wing, third fourth choice, it's not a bad third fourth choice, is it? Mm. it Don't make sense for him. He's probably mm. had one of his best seasons. Yeah, that's what I don't yeah, get. Yeah. I, I've got a problem with the signing. If we, we've lost Jack Broadbent and um, Tom Briscoe, that's a good replacement for those two. It's like in between those two guys, isn't it? But don't make it sense. Is, if it was a year, I'd be like, okay, a year. I'd probably got on board and make sense. It's, it's the it's the length of the deal that I'm sure. Maybe that's what the three-year deal's about. Then you, you can we'll sign you, but you're third, fourth choice, and it's utility. But you've got three years. But you've got the yeah, you've got the security. That's security it, for for three. How it. do you see it, Loz? It's a weird one, but I do agree. I I mean, if you think about it, if you look at his performances since it's been rumored, his performance has been outstanding. So as it almost be like he's had a bit of stress relieved at. Cass and he, sorry that team that you don't like talking about <laughs> but you know he's suddenly been relieved to think about like oh I'm coming to Leeds so I can play how I want if you look at his performances he's been brilliant and it's almost like I kind of feel part of me like we may have got a good deal here but I agree his age is a bit of a worry I just feel like it could work in our favour but I do think I don't know if Big Dave's off I can't part of me thinks he might be going yeah, I'm, not, I'm not having that. No, having I don't that. know. He looks like I don't sleep. know. He looks I don't, I don't think he's going to stop Tyndall neither. Well, I hope it doesn't because I think you know, Rowan's always talked about having a young side, and you look at we'll look at talk about some of the other rumors that we're on about, and they are really young emerging talents, it just goes against every other signing that we've made or we've been rumoured to sign and what we've been told that the policy no, is. Yeah, I get, totally agree with that. It is a bizarre sort of one, but I don't think it'll stop Tyndall. Tyndall's, what is it, 20? Uh, yeah, still, he, yeah he, something like that. He's 20, he's, he's still a kid, isn't he? Yeah. He's got plenty of chance, I think. Well, yeah, he'll, probably start, he'll probably start next Friday, won't he, with Fussy Tilly getting banned. He'll get a yeah. game, yeah. He'll get a game. The only the only issue I've got with the Alferts signing is exactly echoing what everyone said. It's just the length of the deal. But then Chris makes a really good point in that I think it was Chris who said, you know, that, that security could be the thing. And But then I do 
kind of read into it, like regarding Fussy, is Fussy Tua leaving? Is someone else leaving? And it's like they're just putting the pieces together until they say, right, this is this is the thing. But he's a good player. I mean, like Reese says, his stats back him up. He's got hat trick and then four tries in so many games. But it's just that length of time. But then, yeah, who knows? But we've also been linked with two youngsters as well. Leon, is it Ruan? Ruan? 19-year-old, I think he's a prop from Doncaster. He's been training with us for two weeks. It looks like Rowan Smith likes the look of him. Is it and a back, then... back rower, by the way? Is he a back rower? Yeah. Oh, back rower. There you go. And Luke Hooley? Hooley? Yeah. 23-year-old fullback from Batley. So then it looks like he's looking at the lower leagues for younger players. And then we've got Alford. So... These these deals, though, to me, these three that we're rumoured with, I'll start with Chris if I can. This this ty- These type of rumours and transfers, to me, I've got Rowan Smith all over them. It's like 100%. Rowan Smith is, is, is definitely in charge everyone's of recruitment. Do you agree with that? Yeah, everyone's crying out for a big, big signing. Mm. I'm not bothered. Mm. Tetevano were a big signing. Exactly. I, it, we don't... I, I'm hundred percent behind Smith. So if yeah. he, he's seen them, trust the process. I'd like to get that um, Wakefield prop back. I like yeah. uh, Yusuf Aiden. Yusuf yeah. Aiden, yeah. Yeah, I'd like. I, I reckon we can get him. He looks mm. useful. Get him back. Um, I'm not bothered about a big name, Simon. I'm not. I don't care. I we've think been burnt before, haven't we? We we've got the basis of a good side, and I think he's obviously wanting to build it around youth, and that's what we've always wanted, isn't it? Mm. I think as well they said that they've got to balance obviously the salary cap and obviously the purse strings and that. And I think there was a comment on one article that I read this week saying that the salary cap is tight. All these moves that they necessarily can't make, obviously because of the um, the overseas quota as well. So you know, cherry picking the best of the of the championship and League One in terms of their development. A good idea. And you know, tracking them through. Then if if you know, it's it's all it's almost a bit low risk, isn't it? Because if they turn yeah. out to be amazing. What? It'll be it'll be a great signing, but what? we've got we, it gives us depth. And if they don't turn out so great, or they need a bit more time to develop, we can loan them back out and pick them back up again. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to go spending stupid money on the NRL overseas prop. I, I'm yeah. not interested. If we're going to get an overseas prop, I'd prefer it somebody that Smith knows from that he's got big raps on the young kid or Queensland Cup. Yeah, unearth a diamond. That's a good idea. So I'm not being funny, but the competition is that Rowan Smith just won over there. It's not that far off Super League. We said this before, haven't we? We did wonder that, didn't we? So yeah, we said this before. It's, I, w- I was a bit gobsmacked when we signed Smith, but then when I thought about mm. it, I'm like, now nah, it's perfect. He is, you're right. God, it's what's, perfect. What's the point in... Getting a big named Aussie coach. I don't, I'm not interested in in them. If he can unearth a young Aussie kid that is, or even a British kid in the lower leagues, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think to be fair, I think he's he's after British kids, isn't he? Looks that way. Get him in. It he, he, seems the type of coach that the players want to play for. Hmm. We've seen that change in our squad just since he's arrived, don't we? That we've mentioned earlier. There's games. The Catalan game last week, the under Agar, we'd have got battered. We'd have got mauled in that game. You know, the Wigan game, we probably would have lost that. And then even today, it's like the change that 
I always think that when a new coach comes in, the change because it's the same players, it's exactly the same squad that Agar and JJB had. If it's the change, Daryl Powell. Sorry, leave that for. Him. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a section about Daryl Powell. Really. <laughs> yes. Daryl Powell it, weekly. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just sack watch. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. That I think you know Rowan. <laughs> Rowan's got the team. Sacre. Sacre. Rowan's got the team playing for him, and we've got some. You know, he's got healthy competition in there. So if these youngsters can provide that healthy competition and keep people on the toes, yeah. I think this problem. If if the fullback comes off, I would suspect that means Jack Walker's gone. Yeah, um, Jack Walker's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I would suspect that it means another year for Hardacre. But and at the beginning of the when we first signed Hardacre, I was like, "Thanks, Zach. Do it. Do it for this year. Do us a job." But that was in the mindset where we were really crap and we were just gonna we just needed him to help we're us. We're going down, weren't we? And now he's part of a team that's helping us put him into the playoffs and he's playing brilliant. There's an argument if you at the moment that to keep him for that other year would be really, really useful, to be honest. Yeah. No, I agree. Totally he's agree. Got, they've got it, they've got to sign him. Yeah. I think they will. I, I don't know will. much about this Lou Cooley though, or, or the other guy. You, no, you I don't watch championship, nothing. aren't you, Laurie? Yeah, um, well, just before I came to record this, he was playing for Batley against Halifax. He looked really good. Um, mm. Yeah, he's he's got that ability. He looks quite calm under the ball. Who you, sorry, who are you talking about, Laws? Hooley. Hooley, right. Go on, sorry. sorry. Yeah, I mean, he's well, as we were just before I recorded this, um, Halifax were playing Batley, and um, he looks really good under the ball. He looks confident. He's that sort of player who... You know, I mean, I think he's 23, 22, 23. Yeah, 23. You know, he's a young lad in terms of that position. He could, honestly, a year under Smith, it could end up being that, you know, that build-up. And I kind of feel that. Yeah. he's Do you know, I almost feel like if we sign somebody with you under Smith, he'll do, they'll do brilliantly. So I kind of think it's a good idea. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I'm just okay. I just I really I'm not we could sign anyone really and I'm, I'm not questioning it. I'm I'm that in with Smith. Me yeah. too. I agree with that. And it's Me clear too. like you said that Smith is doing these transfers. Do you think, do you feel that way as well, Reese? Yeah. Well, clearly because the person we thought might be doing it is now going to be assistant at New Zealand Warriors. So um <laughs> yeah. that's, answered that, that's answered that question. So the, this clearly is Rowan guiding this in charge i, I, I can't Took really remember us making many signings to if we signed both hooley and um leon ruin i can't remember as i can't remember many times that we've cherry picked players from the lower leagues obviously now we got hardacre from there it's been um, ages but we, be it, has, it hasn't been a strategy for a while not yet, know, right? not at least yeah I took a couple of keys. Yeah, not Gray Murray signing from War- uh, from Keithley. Keithley. signed like you know Fleary and Farrell. That yeah. that's the comparison, really. Oh, Jesus Christ! Imagine unearthing two like that now. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> Can dream. <laughs> um, is it time for a Super League roundup, Reese? Yeah, it is. But we'll do we'll do a club roundup really quickly first. So obviously the women. Oh yes, played... sorry, the ladies played today. Yeah, the women yeah, played earlier awesome. today. Um, what was your thoughts they lost 30-22 I caught the end of it Um, I've seen a couple on the Leeds Rhinos Women's Sports Club a couple of comments about the referee but I can't make any comment because I haven't seen it oh by the Uh, way Salford are blaming Ben Thaler uh, yeah some of the fans are like really a young referee he needs support not sliding off yeah exactly Um, 
but performance Leeds were second best everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two late tries um, masked a bit of it. Um, it was a really good game, though. I, I just I cannot oh, believe these. I cannot believe the standard that it, how quickly it's got yeah. to where it is. And it's great that you've got three teams at the moment in Leeds, Saints, and York that are all capable of beating each other on their, their own day. Like the competition's yeah, competition. really healthy there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Georgia Roche. Yeah. She's, she's outstanding, isn't she? Um, she made a break today, and I'm like, I, she, she looked that quick that she would. Honestly, she's outstanding. There was the like... Fran Goldfort fry against Huddersfield last week where she just. Just outpaced everyone in, in a second, didn't well, she? She's, she's, she's alive, the female Newman, isn't she? She is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. she is. Yes, well said that man. That's exactly, exactly. But they're, they're so entertaining. They're absolutely brilliant games. One of my mates who um, came to that game with today, he uh, he watched the um, Saints game for the oh, sorry, the Wigan game for the first time he's ever watched women's rugby. And he just went, do they play like this all the time? And I just went, yeah. yeah. And he went, and I was speaking to him today. He was like, I can't believe how technical the game is. He says, yeah. it's more entertaining than the men's because it's that, it's not pace. It's about how you play the game and how the tactics are. And I went, yeah, it is that, that is women's rugby at the moment. It, and yeah, it's it doesn't want to be because... like the women's football thing. It doesn't, comparing it to men's is pointless. And yeah. a bit, bit patronising. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But I, the way I'm saying it is, is like the women's game is brilliant. It's so yeah, exactly, yeah. It's totally and it's, different. Yeah, and do you know what? You actually get a great enjoyment out of it because they they are so committed that the, I mean, I watched Barrow and Fev last weekend in the um, national in the um, summer bash, and their game was brilliant, and it was just. Women's game needs promoting and there's more yeah, pain. That's exactly right. They need pain. It just needs more promoting. It's brilliant. It's such a great product and it'll get more fans involved. And I just feel like, sorry for going on a rant here, but no, no, I, just think, I just feel that we've got some absolute superstars and they would make a name for themselves if we got them out there. And I just feel like rugby league's in that situation where we don't promote them enough and it's so sad. Yeah, and do you know the issue we're going to have is we've obviously got the World Cup. Um, I'm not being funny, but they're going to get battered. Have you, have yeah, you the Sixers in New Zealand are amazing. Yeah, any NRLW over there, it's a different level. Yeah, yeah. they've got State of Origin. They're on a completely yeah. the platform it's, that they are. It's it's I don't, it's two times quicker. Yeah, usually they're stronger. Which is a real shame, isn't it? Because mm. I'm not being pessimistic, but they're, go- they're not going to get anywhere in that tournament, unfortunately. Just like the men's side. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I'm not going to get the men. And that great kit. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone in our group wears blue and bloody white. Don't get me on that kit. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's <laughs> move on from the kits. Unfortunately, women for, were lost for the women, but the reserves played, uh, I think, on Friday. Yeah. Um, but they stuffed um, Huddersfield 54 4. Um, do you know why they stuffed Huddersfield 54 4? Pink kit. They wore the pink kit. <laughs> That's the way that every game, don't they? 
I think, the, well, yeah, we, we should do, really. Well, they uh, they also mentioned it in, I heard someone on the Tannoy today mentioning about the amazing away performances of the pink kit, and I'm like, someone's been listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, going to the Super League roundup then, so let's start with... Um, Wellington! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to disappoint you. We'll start with Huddersfield first, so I think we <laughs> were winning 16-6, I think, yeah. at one point. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Huddersfield came back again, second week in a row, and they won 22-16. I think they've got fourth place nailed on now. I think pretty much. Pretty much. Um, Ooh, boring. And into boring. the... Boring oh, team. Yeah. yeah. And let's talk about our favourite club in Sackwatch round 22. Uh, Wigan, uh, to be fair, Warrington were winning at halftime, but they have been doing that quite a lot recently. They were winning 6-4. Um but again, they lost 32 points to six. <laughs> Good little snigger, whoever that was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say about So, it. in this week's round of how has Daryl Powell still got a job? Um, any ideas? I generally think, I don't, I don't honestly believe Warrington have any idea what to do. I mean, after the game, Powell did that. I mean, he's, he's gone completely mad. Daryl Powell, yeah. he's gone. He's, he's, he's ran just out of gone. bingo options, hasn't he? He's used all yeah, yeah. He he's tried everything. Ball. He's tried the old, you know, oh, we're not good enough and I'm going to, you know, that kind of crack the whip and say, right, you know, you need to train better and, you know, get this in place. He tried that. They were still rubbish. And then he went to Castleford and then they battered him and he, 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 then he tried the thing where he went over to the away Warrington fans and, you know, pleading with them, I, I need more time. Oh, please, please, I need more time. He tried that. And then on Sky on Friday, Thursday, whenever it was, it, 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 it completely descended into madness. And um, Sky had asked him, at, you know, round up that game. And he says, I, I, I didn't think we played that bad. I thought said, we played well. He did say that, didn't he? I'm like, and I'm like, he's gone. You've conceded 32 points, Daryl. He said we're building something special. Too right, yeah. <laughs> Do you, I mean, I know it sounds awful to say, but do we actually believe now that he was definitely punching above his weight at Cass? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've the evidence now, yeah. I know that sounds the most obvious question ever, but it's really such significant, like, you look at Warrington and it just look a shambles, don't they? It's great. Think, what are you doing? And every time, and you can look at it and go, you didn't play like this last year. It's definitely a Powell thing. And I well, just, it's not, most of the side is his signing. Yeah, though. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh, sorry. I'm just laughing. What, from is it the... building? Yeah. No, I there agree, was... mate. Yeah, it's totally great. Was it the game last week against Huddersfield? Oh, I can't remember which game it was now. Oliver Holmes made 10 metres or something like that. <laughs> it just made me laugh. I can't remember what it was or which game it was. Jeez. Um... Yeah, Oliver Holmes, two carries, 10, 10 metres. Jason Clark, 30. Like Rob Mulhern, 28. <laughs> we were never this bad. Ben Curry, 38 no, metres. No, we won't. We were never this bad. They're, a, they're an absolute shambles. And I can't they're... think of any team in Super League where that person would still have a job. In any of any other team in Super League, went through the form they're on through, the state of the club and the culture it is now, every other club, I think, would have got rid of the person. I don't know right. why they haven't got rid of him. I don't know why they're persisting with it. You know, it's it's done. It's dead. It's just you know, cut it loose. Like, 
No, I kind of wanted to see it continue for the rest of the season. Yeah, I, I do, yeah. But I mean, from a Warrington <laughs> perspective, Honestly, like, right, why is this man still here? Put him out of his misery? Do you well, honestly reckon that they could get relegated? Well, if Toulouse is the one result I didn't discuss was obviously Toulouse lost 22 16 to KR on Thursday night. If Toulouse had won that game, it could have been very possible. And Wakefield (laughs) ran Catalan close today, obviously, Catalan 13 players out. But Toulouse just, I'm starting to feel that they are going to go down now. And I really don't want that to happen because I think Toulouse is brilliant and they offer so much to the league. They definitely offer more than Featherston and Lee do. Um, They offer more than Wakey, Cass. Whole whole KR. You know what? Warrington. They offer one. Yeah, everyone but Leeds and Saints. Really. Kind of Lee coming up just fills me with oh, just dread. It's just like a clown. Just, it's that for fuck's sake, isn't it? Like it's just yeah. He's got, and he's got, got it on back. He's got and he's such of... a shithole to get to as well. I'm sorry, but it's a nightmare <laughs> to get to. You can, there's no train station nearby. It's an absolute nightmare, and it's because it's not important. Yeah, exactly. And it, oh, I hate it. I just, it's just just like, really? Again? (laughs) They're awful. Yeah, absolutely. And this is that. This is the yo-yo cycle that IMG need to look at if they're looking at this league or Super League, Nicola and RFL. This year, it would have been a perfect chance to go to fourteen teams next. Yeah, yeah, but don't let Liam Fev come up. Like, bring Bradford. No, York. (laughs) Keep to losing. Yeah, promote York York or Newcastle. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so in the other in the other games today on Channel Four, because Channel Four are back with their coverage, uh no, beat Cass twenty points to twelve. Uh as I said, Catalan beat Wakefield twenty points to sixteen in Wakey. Um Steve McNamara was calling that the best one of the season for them because they had thirteen players out and two players of away on compassionate leave. Um so table wise. Um, obviously, Toulouse are bottom with 10 points. Wakefield, two points ahead. Warrington, two points out of them. And then we've got Hull KR, Hull FC and Salford all on 20 points in 7th, 8th and ninth. And for the first time this season, in 6th place, which I didn't think was... I thought I had delusions that we could do it and maybe do it by the end of the season, but not at this point. Uh, Rowan Smith's Barmy Army on 21. We're a point <laughs> behind Cass in 5th. We're uh, coming for you, you scruffy bastards. <laughs> we'd, we'd be fifth if we had the balls that game up against Huddersfield. Yeah. 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 We'd have been ahead of Cass because we've got better points differences. All well. that Warrington game as well, first at the season. Yeah. All yeah, but we'll give them that. Um, I said Huddersfield were nailed on for fourth without realising that Huddersfield are actually third and a point ahead of Catalan in fourth. Um, oh. We're going to still second, and then obviously Saints are first. Six. Wow. Look at us. Saints were terrible today from what I watched. I watched a bit of it. Did you see some of it? They put the wrong game on telly, didn't they? Again. Again. They keep Saints. missing us off. We haven't all best games. Saints were terrible. Mm-hmm. Saints crumbling. Leeds picking up the momentum to win it. Yep. Anything else, Reese? Are we opening this mailbag? Uh, no. We're opening the mailbag. And there's some great questions this week. Are we doing the same again? I'll do... The DM, yeah. the email. Yeah, you do your bits yeah. and I'll do We're kind of your producing bits. it as we go along. We don't have much time to think in prayer. So it's time to open the mailbag. This is the part of the podcast where we ask you, the listeners, the viewers, to ask us, the panel, questions. Um, 
quite a few to get through. If you do want to get in touch with us, at Lot17A on Twitter or Lot17A at Outlook.com. The first question is from Ian, and he asks, if you were at a festival and hoisted up a great big flag, which Leeds player would be on it and which event would you be at? Reese. Well, it'd be the Cam Smith Appreciation Society, of course. <laughs> Badges still available? Uh, plug. Uh, also, oh, hang on. I need to do another plug. Uh, the free, the framed print giveaway is still going and it is running till tomorrow. My framed print arrived yesterday, but I forgot to bring it upstairs. It's magnificent. It's being created by ZB Creative. So um, if you do want to get involved in that and get a chance to win that, uh, look at my Twitter. I'll make sure I retweet it before tomorrow. Um, yeah, it'd be the Cam Smith Appreciation Society uh, flag. Um, and my favourite festival is Kendall Colin. Uh, I went there three years in a row, three or four years in a row. Didn't go this year, annoyingly. Um, so I'd wave it there. But also, I'd wave it at the grand final when we won. So. Yeah, same, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Chris? Um, current player? It just says Leeds player, so I imagine. So current player. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Newman, just because, you know, I think I'm in Because it's gorgeous, it. yeah. Um, <laughs> and it would be Glastonbury because I've been so many times. Classic. Classic. I had, well, I haven't been since 2014, I think, but I bet went every year pretty much. I even came back from Australia when I lived there and went to Glastonbury. To go to Glastonbury, that is commitment. No, I, I wasn't. I went to my best friend's wedding, but Glastonbury was the weekend after, so I managed to get. Stick around. <laughs> yeah, it's fabulous as Glastonbury. I cannot tell you, I can't differentiate each year. Mm. It's just one long thing. For that one enormous festival forever. Yeah. 1998, I think I first went. So, wow. Yeah. Nice. Laurie, just... are you there? Are you saying, Dad, go put a light on. I know, I, know, I might have to do that in a second. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's a very different. It's a very different stream when you're in the dark. By the way, you know. Um, I'll quickly answer this and I'll sort it out. Um, Cam Smith, obviously, I'd get the uh, Cam Smith Appreciation Society uh, badge done. Um, I'm off to a festival in September in London, so I'll probably take it to that. Um, a dance music festival, so I'll probably take it to that. Weirdly, yeah. I agree with Chris Harry Newman at Glastonbury, definitely. So everyone on BBC can see him. <laughs> Ryan asks us, who are some famous people that you all like or dislike that aren't sport-related? Chris, have you, anyone famous that you like or dislike? Dislike's easy. It's, I don't want to go too political, but um, I can't stand Nigel Farage. <laughs> I think we can all agree with that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but, um, I think he's... Done, I, I, I don't want to get too political. But yeah. <laughs> Nigel Farage is a wanker. We all agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, there's loads of people, really. I, I like people that are the very best of the game. Mm. And um, comedy is a big thing for me. And Definitely. I don't know if ever had seen Stuart Lee. But I love Stuart Lee. He's, he's, he's yeah. the top of his game. There's no one better. He's one of the best, yeah, without a doubt. Reese, com- uh, not comedian, celebrities, famous people that you like, dislike, that aren't sport related. I was trying to think about that. And I, 
a couple of people thought that. I always kind of get laid back to sport anyway. So I really like... Um, chef, you always had some really... Oh, Reese, you're doing all right. Norman Collier here. <laughs> Are you there? Laurie, we'll cut Hiya. to you. Uh, we can see you now. Thanks for putting light on your time, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, famous people that you like and dislike. Uh, James Corden needs to get in a bin. Uh, I agree with that. Yeah. You know, that's fair enough. Um, otherwise, I don't know. I'm quite happy. You know, I don't know. To be fair, uh, anyone's a praise. We'll leave that for a minute. But James Corden definitely. I. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm not keen on James Corden. I really, really detest Ant and Deck. I just cannot <laughs> stomach Ant and Deck at all on any, <laughs> any at all. I agree with Chris Nigel Farage. Obviously, the, the whole Tory government—they're all disgusting. Can't stand them. Um, yeah, I'm going to mention them, but I didn't want to get too. No, we won't get we won't get too oh. deep into them, and I'll discuss. I pretty much agree, that. mate. Don't worry. Um, who do I like? I really like Stephen Mulhern, that presenter who does like catchphrase. Catchphrase. I, I don't know why. I, I really like him. I think he's. Um, I like him. Who else do I like? Um, it's difficult because the majority of Italian stuff I watch is um, sport related. I like Ryan Gosling, the actor. I think he's good. He seems like a nice guy as well. Yeah. Next question from Mel. When was the last time you cried? Are you back, Reese? No, he's frozen. Laurie, when was the last time you cried, mate? Oh, God. Um, I can't remember. It's been that long ago. Um, I can't think. I have no idea. Chris, can you remember the last time you cried? I'm a, I'm a soppy git. Me too. Cry <laughs> all time. But the... Me too. The worst, not the worst, oh, the thing that always gets me is if it's animals on TV. Yeah. Don't watch Marley and Me. I can't watch Super Vet or anything like that, but I watched something about a zoo. I can't, mm. Is it Chester Zoo? It's on TV or something, anyway. Mm. And they were doing an operation on a giraffe, and I thought, oh, fine. And they, they said, oh, operation's gone well. Cut to the next scene. Unfortunately, it took a turn for the worse and Giraffe died. Oh, God. And I was like, just thrown that up straight at me. Yeah. Without any warning. Anything to do with animals. I'm, but I'm a, I'm a soft I, I can cry all sorts. Me but too. Probably once a week, it doesn't really. Yeah, it just becomes the norm, doesn't it? Yeah. I think I, I... cried with one of my mates the other week because we were having a heart to heart that, because I'm, I'm quite lucky that I've known all my best friends since I was really young. Mm. And we were having a chat after a few years. I am. And I, I've always been quite emotional and soppy, but it has, it has grown tenfold, a millionfold since I had kids. I don't know why. I don't know what's happened to me. I've cried at Pixar films and I, our, our eldest, I'm going to go into a bit of a tale, but he was really good at swimming. He, he's, he's just turned five yesterday. He was really confident at swimming until he, from the age of about one right up until he was about two, two and a half. And then he kind of fell into the water, not 
he had like a life jacket on, but he kind of had a bit of a tipple in one. It really knocked his confidence. And then COVID came. I mean, I've been taking him swimming. I've really built him up. And last week he went into the, he went being up, going up the classes. I'm a little boring you now, but he, he went in the pool by himself. And we're like swimming with in his new class by himself. And I just, I was just stood with my wife and I just <laughs> crying my eyes out. People around me are looking at me. My wife's going, <laughs> Are you crying? I'm like, I'm just blubbering. I thought, I'm just so proud of him. That he's, from where he was, this little shivering mess who didn't even get in. And now he's swimming. He's got all his new friends. I was just, oh, crying my eyes out. But yeah, I'm like, Chris, I just, I cry at everything. I've cried at TV shows I've watched with the kids. Anything. I've cried at sport. Just, I even cried once that a bloke I worked with um, got a new job. And it was like a real big, like, um, you know, step up in his career. He's like, because it was like a massive step for him. And he's like, I got the job and I, I started welling up. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm so, I'm so chuffed for you. You know, I'm like, he's like, are you crying? I'm like, I know, but I'm, I'm so happy for you. Like, I'm just, yeah. Take me to girl. My wife's sick because she cries at really weird stuff. Like she would, she cried on last Friday because neighbours finished. <laughs> and I, t- I was like, get a grip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reece. I'll cry at a giraffe having an operation on. And you'll cry, yeah, and I'll cry at my kids swimming. Reese, are you back? Yeah, I don't know what's happened. Can you hear me now? We can hear you now. Welcome back. Um, I have to get my phone. So, well, um, when was the last time you cried? Um, well, I watched DIY SOS the other weekend, so it'd been that. <laughs> That's another one. Does me every time. It gets you right here. I don't know why. Liz, Liz, yeah, every time just gets me. Um, but a bit like I, I if people die in a movie or a TV series, it doesn't upset me that much. Um, I, I always laugh because like we watch we, me and Francis watch Stranger Things, and like when people like die or it's emotional moments, I look across and my fiance's always crying. What are you crying on that for? Yeah, if a dog dies in a movie or a TV series yeah. or an animal show or anything like that, I'm yeah. gone. There was an episode, Rod Gilbert did like a, a work experience TV series and one of them was he did a vet and they had to put a dog down in this pair of 30 minutes. And I just, I can't, I completely, I can't watch Marley and Me anymore. No, I can't even the, the movie Marley and Me ends. I just feel like that film, died. Marley and Me, it needs to come with like a, a fucking warning. You know, when you, so when you're watching it, when you're streaming it, you know, press play and then it, a big banner pops up. You know, beware. I've not just seen beware. it. And then you, you can skip that, and then another banner pops up. Are you fucking sure? You know, yeah. like five different warnings, and then then you can watch it. Because I won't prepare. Put it for on that. a flight you once on a, on holiday. You know when Thompson used to put like put TVs on on a flight to like Turkey or whatever. Mm. Like they put that on a flight once, so the whole plane were just crying. I'm just in bits. <laughs> Have a nice holiday. <laughs> I well, I was once in tears flying to Australia, um, watching some crap rom com. Mm. I can't even remember where I was. And they had all air stewardess. Are you all right, sir? Are you all right, sir? I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm watching this shitty rom com. <laughs> Talking of crying, Alan asks, What is one of the most painful things you have ever seen? Anyone seen anything? The most painful thing I've ever seen while well, once stumbled across True Talking Maverick's Twitter page. And that was pretty. <laughs> That really made me win I, I don't do Twitter that much, but I did have a few run-ins with him. And mm. then I thought, 
it's not worth it, is it? <laughs> no, you're right. The man's in a relationship with something called Maureen, which is basically a cardboard box covered in tin foil. It's not worth it. <laughs> oh, that and salad cream. Um, salad cream, yeah. He loves but, salad uh, cream. That, that in its end it makes him weird. What's the most painful thing you've ever... Has anyone seen anything painful? Uh, the MotoGP today. I don't know if you've seen Mark Marquez's crash in the MotoGP today, but it's horrendous. Um I think the I think the worst when it comes to like the worst injuries I've ever seen, like the the worst accidents or it's like the F one and Motor GP, some of them are horrendous, but the one in the one that, if you get a chance to have a look at it, the one that Mark Marquez had today in the Motor GP was horrendous. He went flying off his bike today. And I was I was proper worried. I once got lost on a do you know when you go down a rabbit hole on YouTube hmm. and like you, you end up watching videos and you thought, How have I got to this? Yeah, well, why am I here? <laughs> and it was a, it was a, I think it was an F one crash. Well, it wasn't. A, well, there was a crash, and there were an F one car on fire. Wow, Formula One. Anyway, and another car comes round, and you see what you think's an explosion, and you think the front of the car has exploded. Mm. No, it was um, the fire attendant running across the road. To get to the car, mm. and the the racing car hits the person, the body. Wow. And I'm like, this was about two in the morning after I'd just been searching YouTube. You're trying to get some sleep. I'm like, <laughs> what have you been searching for the algorithm to pull that's out? Unreal, no, I'm gonna say, I'm like, I'm sure I wasn't looking at stuff like that. An hour How did I end up here? <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's ticking. The, the worst, would it? Worst things that I saw live was, um, can you remember Chev Walker breaking his leg? Funny oh, enough, that yeah. was mine. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that, yeah. Oh. I was actually stood in South Sand for that, which I don't yeah. understand South Sand, and I were fairly close. Oh. That was awful. Yeah. That noise as well. I, I still remember the noise. Oh. Um, when Harry Newman broke his leg, um, fortunately, it wasn't a... It was on our league, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So mm. it wasn't like really good footage. Mm. But that was a bad one. And then you heard him screaming. Ooh. Oh, Laurie, seen anything painful? Fair, the Chev Walker thing was bad. Um, I, I was stood in the south stand, literally directly in front of it, and I still remember him waving to the south stand as he got waved, you know, as he got lifted, yeah. and taken away, and he doesn't remember it because of the adrenaline, and it was just so bad. Oh. Um, many years ago, I um, I was playing for a social team who were playing at um, the game that we were playing was at Shaw Cross, and I wasn't fit enough to play, so my mate dragged in a uh, a ringer, shall we say, to cover me. And um, he took the ball in, and then all of a sudden we were still got touchline at Shaw Cross, and we had this crack, and it was like, what was that? And it's basically the lad that is, was covering me and ended up snapping his arm in three places. He's oh like, my god! <laughs> Lovely <laughs> question, this one. Lovely question. I know. And literally, I was stood there, and I remember me and my friends all looked at me. I hope you're happy, Alan. <laughs> yeah. What, what was that noise? And about half an hour later, my arm like, ambulance turned up. Dragged the lad away, and I was like, I'm so glad I'm not playing in this game now. You know, literally, oh. the guy was carrying his, yeah. yeah. Can you remember that a few years back when the ref got hit? Was it again? Was it all KR? Can't remember mm. what ref. Oh. And he ran into him, snapped his leg. Snapped his Nobody, leg. Yeah, they're mic'd up, aren't they? 
Yeah. <sighs> Who's that? I know you mean, but I can't remember it was. I can't. Old I remember it. Old-headed guy. Smacked him. He was an OKR player. I remember that, I think. Oh, my God. What's he called? <sighs> That's going to bug me now. Somebody Google it. I can't remember his name. People listening to this now shouting at the whoever <laughs> listening to this. Right, let me have a look. But yeah, because he's mic'd up, you're like, ah, look. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Not Crowder, obviously going, yeah, rest for <laughs> Phil Bentham. No. Like, oh, Who's that? Sorry, Reese. Phil Bentham. Yes. Phil Bentham, that's it. Phil Bentham. All I had him was Steve Ganson, but I knew it wasn't him. Yeah. Painful. Tyler's been asking us music questions for ages. Tyler's music question this week. What is your best song at the moment, Reese? I'm going to have to go with Spotify for this. What are um, you listening to at the moment? There's a couple, because um, I really like 17 Going Under by Sam Fender, um, because it's just brilliant. Um, I think the one I'm going to go for uh, is probably Wake Me Up by Foles. Um I've listened to a lot of Falls because I went to go see him. And my name is you went to go see him, didn't you? Yeah, so that's probably one of them at the moment. The other one is probably Morning Blue by a, gang called, a German band called Giant Rooks. They're really, really good. So they're the two songs that I've listened to. I'm a bad person. If I get a song that I really, really like, I will play it constantly. Me too. Constantly. I'm the same. Just on repeat forever. Uh, Chris, what's your best song at the moment, mate? It's a really difficult one, isn't it? I don't know. Um... I've been listening to a lot of a band called The Boxer Rebellion. Hmm. They're awesome. Um, I'm really into um, what's she called? I've, I've lost. Uh, she's she not in our Sweden. Young girl. Oh, um, Sigrid. Ah, uh, yeah. Because I do. I, I, I mean, I've been in bands since I was. 12 or 13, but I, I mm. feel more to music production now, and um, I've got my own studio. Mm. So, um, the production on uh, stuff is just unbelievable. Mm. I'm a bit of a, I, I quite like modern pop music mm. that's well produced, like Dua Lipa, stuff like that. Um, mm. But Sigrid, she's, I think she's just brilliant. I watched yeah. her at Glastonbury on TV, and she were awesome. Mm. Loz, what's your best song at the moment, mate? Cue uh, a really crazy one random dance track, by the way. Oh, no, I'm a Taylor that. Swift. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's actually a, a DJ producer called Jenix who's got a song called Bass Island, and it's, um, it's amazing. And uh, I'm saving it in a couple of weeks' time, and if you don't play that, I'll cry. Um, but, yeah, that's my song at the moment, yeah. I've got two because I've been spending a lot. Of, obviously, kids are on holiday from school. I've been spending loads of time with them in the car, and they love two songs at the moment. One is Coldplay, Higher Power. They love that, so now they've made me love that because they love that, and I'm a soft get, so I just love just like you know. And the other one is I can't remember. Is it? it's it's about being at a funeral. It sounds mad, but. I can't remember who sings it. It's really American, but who is it? Young Blood, Young Blood Funeral or something. So those two are uh, what we're we're constantly got on repeat, which is quite refreshing because prior to that it was just Encanto, and anyone that's got a kid, we're just completely we fed talk about Bruno. Yeah, 
to that song, so anything that wasn't that were really refreshing. I kind of jumped on those two. Uh, Brian's been Brian's jumped on Tyler's idea of asking us music questions, and Brian's asking us film questions. Um, last week he asked us our favorite animated film, and he says, I'm not into superhero films at all, but I did watch Into the Spider Verse and really enjoyed it. Told you it's a good film, watch it. Brian asks us, Who is your favorite director? Um, it's an easy one for me this moment. I'll go, Reese. Go, take it. Um, no, hang on, I need to make sure I'm saying this right because I always get this wrong when I say this. Um, Taika Waititi. Oh, oh yeah, nice. Like, yeah, I know him. Just so, just did totally Jojo amazing. Jojo yeah. Rabbit, yeah, that's a great. Jojo oh. Rabbit obviously did Ragnarok, Thor. He's doing the Red, fourth. Hunt for the World of People. Yes. Phenomenal movie. With, um, oh, God, what's it called? Um, Shark versus... Oh, what's it called? Um, Quite old. It's probably 15 years old. Shark versus... Eagle versus Shark. That's it? Yeah. Did he, he do did. that? Yes. Really that was his cool. first feature film. I like him. I like his humour. Yeah. Very good. Jojo Rabbit's... Jojo That's Rabbit's brilliant. brilliant. I loved that. And that, that was a film, Jojo Rabbit, that... I just kind of stumbled upon and I watched it. I was, I was just saying to my wife, I was just like, you have to watch this. It's unbelievable. I don't That's watch a lot of films. I'm not a big film person, but yeah. Who's your favourite director then, Chris? Um, at the moment, Mike Lee. Hmm. Uh, I got COVID at Christmas uh, and I, I was quite happy about that because it meant that I could just stay at home. For a <laughs> <week>. <laughs> and I'd watched a few Mike Lee stuff, and I was like, I, it's always been my intention to go through the whole back catalogue. Mm. I'm like, well, I can't leave house. Just going to watch. No better time than now. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Mike Lee. Mike Lee. Laurie. Favorite film director? Uh, Tarantino. Yeah, he's mine. Uh, he's mine, definitely. The, the only one of his I don't like, I didn't like. It was his latest one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That oh, one I missed that. for me. Oh, I that, that missed for me. But all the others, yeah, I love them. Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown. Amazing. Loved them. Yeah, love them. Reese, have you got the rest of the mailbag? I'm done here. Yeah, I do, yeah. So the first one's from Kimber. It's more of a comment uh, and a question to people that are listening. Um, but notice that we were having obviously quite a lot of more women names popping up in the mailbag recently. Um, we haven't. I don't think we've had a women guest on. No, um, I still want one. So he was asking that if any of them do fancy coming to the show to even it out, we'd love it. Is my response we'd love to that. It. So if any of the women are interested that do listen, I know there's Melissa in the past that's made a coming to the Melissa, mailbag. Emma, um Oh goodness me, what's the other name? It'd Louisa. Be good, be good for you to inter- interview one of the players. We've tried. We're trying. We're fighting the fight. We're nearly there. I think we're getting closer. Yeah, yeah, we're nearly there on that one. Um, so yeah, we, we'd love to have them on. So we, we are trying to do that. But yeah, any any female listeners or anyone for that matter. But yeah, it'd be really good if anyone just want to come on. We'd love um, to be honest. We'd love a female regular. We don't just want yeah. like a one-off guest. We need more diversity on here. We'd love more diversity. So yeah, any anyone listening to this, just get in touch with me or Reese. You can definitely come on. We want you to be continuous, like a new regular for us. Definitely without shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Uh, the next set of questions are yours, Laurie. Um, 
one of them was a bit of a preemptive question, <laughs> which was, could you honestly believe Zane Tevano's red card today? If he'd have been sent off today, I would I would have had like an aneurysm. I said to my friends, if you know, if he gets sent off, just make you know the the the, the great volunteers, just make them aware the first aiders that I have passed out due to anger. I don't know what they do. I need a shot of adrenaline to bring me back to life because I'll just pass out. Thankfully, it didn't go that way. So it's after the penalty today. I don't think he considered the penalty no. today. I don't think he did. Um, what's your favourite mullet as well? Yeah, mullet. If he gets the mullet, then he's back in the good books. Um, he's winning me over. Yeah. <laughs> what's your favourite book? Train Spotting by Irving Welsh or Glue by Irving Welsh. Straight in there. Yeah. I'm not a big reader, really. I do like an audio book now. Um, I, I, uh, I listen to um, Nomad, Alan Partridge. Oh, Partridge, yeah. Love it. Like the, yeah. the autobiography is good, but this one's mm. about him travelling around the country. Around the, mm. It's brilliant. So the favourite yeah, book is obviously the man himself, Robert. Uh, I can't read it or listen to it. It's yeah. I read it on holiday. Tough. It wasn't a great idea. Women. Really tough. Yeah. That, in it, fact, that was the last time I actually did cry because I was sat on a sunbed mm. reading that. I'm, I'm a wimp. I didn't even watch the documentary they did on the BBC. Oh. Mm. <laughs> you should have done. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's pathetic, really, isn't it? <laughs> It, well, it's one of those where you know you know what you're getting into. You know it's going to upset you, but I think that's the kind of point of it, isn't it? In a sense, it's like that. That's, you know what I mean? So you kind of know, like I said, Marley and me. You need that warning. You are going to be in absolute bits at the I end. Will, of this, yeah. I will read it. Mm. Just not read. Need it more yet. time. Yeah. <laughs> another another really good book that I read recently. Um, so if anyone's into history. Um, Brothers in Arms by James Holland. It was uh, on the Sherwood Rangers in World War Two, another tank regiment. That was really, really interesting. So, if anyone's interested in that, that's a well. James Holland's fantastic, anyway. Um, but it was interesting. That Laurie, what was your answer to that? Um, my favorite books about the uh, killing fields in Cambodia, which okay. uh, if anybody wants to look up on, it's a bit of a serious one. But uh, there's a book about a guy who spent time there and his life, how it changed when he got. Uh, made to work there. I can't. I'll get the details. I've got it somewhere else. I didn't think I'd be asked this question, so um, I'll I'll get the book details if anybody wants it. I'll I'll pass it on to I can't believe the selection of books we've just had. <laughs> book club. Yeah, it's good. Next <laughs> next, next, podcast, <laughs> next podcast special book club. I'm mean, yeah, um, back for that. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> what would you never get tattooed on yourself? Oh God, state of my toes. <laughs> um, I can't say something that I'd never get because I'd like I, I just would never ever get a scum badge or a castle. So I, I, that would never happen. So I guess it'd have to be something that I don't know. Um, or tribal tattoo, something on my lower back. I don't know. I mean, I've got some really rubbish tattoos, so Thank people have seen. Probably, yeah, yeah. My advice would be don't get anything in it. I ain't got any, so mm. don't bother. Else? If anyone's even thinking now, get on. I won't 
I won't bother because you're. You... I, I, I would never have Laurie tattooed on me. <laughs> <laughs> Laurie's face. Yeah, I wouldn't have a Laurie's face anyway. Yeah. Talking of Laurie, unless unless he was wearing the pink kit, that, that might actually <laughs> sway me a bit. That would be worth it. Talking of Laurie and tattoos, we haven't forgotten, young man. Your right. pledge. Yeah, it'll still happen, mate. I'll still get it done if we win the grand final. If we win the grand <laughs> final, Laurie, Laurie's gonna. What was it, Loz? Um, uh, Chris, Kendall, Chris Kendall, Kendall, hashtag Kendall, 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 no. Yeah, Laurie. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Next question is from Dylan. Um, it's a simple question. Uh, Cam Smith, should he be in the World Cup squad? Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah we are talking to the founding members of the, well, Reese, uh, the CSAS, so we have to say yes. It should be I in the squad, but I, we're going to get. With Sean Wayne in charge, he's not going to pick many Leeds players. Victor Radley's declared as well, hasn't he? Victor That's Radley, Morgan Knowles. You're going to get loads of Wigan and Saints players. In loads, yeah, loads and loads of Wigan. Even ex-Wigan, you know, Mickey Mack, Mickey Mack and the like, they'll all get in. Yeah. I think his form, on form, he well, should get in. I'd pick him anyway because I like what he does. You know, like he's, he's a bit different to the usual Usually, it's just a another prop in it. That's that's yeah. the right way no good. Something that might actually trouble Aussies, which is a bit. That's what we yeah. used to have, didn't it, Paul? Handling thirteens. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I'll be honest with you. I ended up watching um, NRL this morning on uh, Fox. You know, Fox NRL thing, and there were uh, Matty John's show. Uh, after a game this morning, and they were just boasting about, oh, we're going to send the best team out to England for World Cup. We're going to send this player, this player, and you like. Already, like, oh my god, you know, what we're we gonna have to face, yeah, yeah, we can only have 13 on pitch at the same time, yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, I do, I think we need to be more worried about Samoa, yeah. Well, the amount of players yeah. you're absolutely bang on there, the amount of players that are finally declaring that they're going to play for them. I mean, I'm going to opening game at Newcastle, mm. I'm going corporate, I've got. Ooh. I'm taking some <laughs> clients for some. Paul Laurie can't afford to Bob Lyon. <laughs> the clients just happen to be six of my mates. So, uh, <laughs> what could you ask for? Can we all inquire how to be your client? Yeah, yeah. Good, so, yeah. Let me know. I'll come and join you. But I, don't, I don't think we'll win that game. I don't. No, I the, don't more, we'll... the closer we get to it and the more... Uh, Samoans that want to play for Samoa. I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna we're gonna get battered. Plus, we won't be able to tell each other apart in the kit. Um, <laughs> kit clash. Russell asks, and if any of you get PTSD or anything got from this one, just let me know. I'll draws back to some bad memories. Um, but what life story does your mum have of you that's embarrassing? Oh, right. <laughs> uh... Let me just get her on. You are. <laughs> it's a podcast in its send, that Russell. <laughs> um, I can tell you this already. Well, that's bad. 
Go um, for it. So uh, when I was about three or four, I thought it'd be a good idea to shove a lot of paper up my nose to impress her. So I'm there shoveling... <laughs> I mean, how much did you get up there? Did you right, just say three sheets of paper? That is impressive. Right. So basically, I'm there shoving paper up my nose, right? I probably should have generally... 34 or 34 or three or four. 34. Right, so I'm shoveling paper up my nose, right? And I'm there like, look, mum, I'm putting paper up my nose and I couldn't breathe. Right, next week, you know, I'm in LGI getting the doctor to put tweezer up my nose to pull all the paper out. True story. How much did he get up? I don't know, but it was apparently a lot, yeah. I'm fascinated by this. What were your technique? Were you just like rolling it and then sliding it in? I can't believe there's plenty of other stories probably, but this one is the highlight, I think, of my young, you know, my young life. One day, Laurie, you're going to sneeze. <laughs> and going to be like a little piece what, of a paper. A 30 year old piece of paper that's been in his nose all that yeah. time. Oh. You'll just sneeze and I'll just land on God. things. I mean, there you go. Yeah. Tell Sorry, me, how much did you get? <laughs> I don't even want to know now. I don't even think it was a good idea. Obviously, it wasn't a good Technique. idea. <laughs> what were the questions? Sorry, I'm not, oh, sure, I'm not sure we can top that. I'm not gonna lie. Like every other story, now. <laughs> the question <laughs> was, what what life story does your mum have of you that's embarrassing? I think not anything that's like that. <laughs> no, I think we should just leave it at that. I think Laurie's just hit it out of the park yeah. with that Oops. stuff in paper. Sorry, <laughs> as good as it gets. Yeah, well, there's no point, is there? Moving on, yeah, doing that. Anyway, uh, next question was from Chid One. Um, interesting question, and I think there was a couple of moans at this at the game today. But is Leeds' non-existent lines being a tactic or just bad defending? Tactic. I felt that way in second half because what we were in Lafay run across the whole line and back. Yeah, the lines were non-existent, and I was thinking. This this is this is on purpose. This it's been not through. Um... Smith took over. Mm. Not... Yeah, there's a theme. Isn't there? I don't mind it. It seems to be working. It can't be bad defending when a team that that's good in attack only scored three tries and we scored more than them. Yeah. I just don't know whether it'll work against Saints if they're firing in. Mm. Um, don't worry about that. We'll and I'm it. not. I've I've never been a massive fan of. Line speed, anyway. I was Saints play it. Mm. I, I'm not a huge fan. I actually prefer how we're playing. It's kind of like keep keeping integrity in it. So you're mm. keeping your line. Let's see what you've got. Well, it's working. So keep doing it. Well, this way, if you think about what we were playing like six months ago, <laughs> did, we, didn't we, we were actually conceding less tries in the in the. A Garvin JJB area. We're conceding like two point six a week. We're now conceding about four, I think, or something like that. Yeah, but, but, we're, scoring, the but we're scoring way more. Yeah, exactly. So you can't. Yeah, I have mean, we scored you... more than thirty in the last five games. Uh, maybe something like that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, keeping Reese on his yeah. toes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll have been. Yeah. Um, so, and then the last questions are from Sam, uh, who is following from your lead, Laurie, of asking three at a time. His first question is my favourite question, and it's for me. Um, that's why it's my favourite. Which oh, football yeah, manager save? There we go. Which football manager save are you most proud of? So, <laughs> obviously, I've 
been waxing lyrical about I thoroughly enjoy playing football manager. Uh, Sam, my actual favourite save is actually one of the most proud of. Is actually what I'm doing right now. Because... Just look at his face. He's so happy. No, you can see it in the wall already. Um, I'm currently playing in the championship with Geisley AFC. Uh, and I went back to back from League Two to League. I went back to back from the National League, League Two, and League One. No, Basically, really three promotions in a row. <laughs> so I mean, I'm only in 2026, 20, 27, something like that, and I'm in the Championship with Geisley. So that's probably been is this is Reese? Is this the save that you almost lost? It was the yeah. save that almost <laughs> lost that oh, I had a panic right. attack for about a good 24 hours. Um, but yeah, well played, yeah. mate. Well played. So good. Love the game. If, if I honestly like, if, you know, like these people like dream jobs, it's not a dream job. I'd love to be like a person that could just play football manager and people pay me to do it. Like, they brilliant. Um, they actually had an advertiser for a HR job. I was like, I really should just apply for that. <laughs> like, do I get to play the game for the job? Like, but anyway. Yeah. Um, number two was uh, for us all, which is overall, do you think the redevelopment of the South stand has improved headingly from a fan point? What a coincidence. We were speaking about this earlier. Uh, for those of you that are not watching a video, I think Laurie has answered this um, physically. Um, but do you want to go first, mate? No. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Aesthetically pleasing, it looks nice. But as in a match day experience, no. The old South Stand was incredible. It had atmosphere. It had passion. It had friendships made. It had piss falling through the bottom end of it. It was great. Asbestos <laughs> falling from above. It was literally like everyone. I, I made so many friends in the old South Stand, and now you look at it, and it's just not the same. But that's my that's me. People might think different, but it's not the same. Um, it's, it's, I I don't stand there, so I don't know. I, I, I have done a few times. Mm. It was falling to bits, wasn't it? Mm. I, I'm a, I'm a massive fan of what they've done to Headingley. Yeah, I think it's amazing. Mm. Um. Because it, the easy thing would be to move out, wouldn't it, and build a shitty ticket yeah. ball, yeah, soulless build and a box stadium. I, I, yeah, it's, I think it's one of the best stadiums in the country. I but think it's the best in the I world. Did, I didn't stand in South Stand, so I can kind of get what you mean. I, um, I quite like the read of it. Obviously, I, I like, I love the old stand. Um, I, I love the stadium as it is. I like. I still enjoy the South Stand now. Um, I think that Headingley is probably in either code. Is probably one of two best for solely for rugby purpose because there's not many stadiums that are just solely rugby that all have shared. I think Headingley is probably one of two of the best stadiums in the country for rugby. Something um, in, 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 in domestic. And to be controversial, I know away fans won't like this, but the fact that the Western Terrace is a pretty much original. Adds to it. To I like it. I bloody love the it. The old and the new. When it rains, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't understand their argument when they say, oh, what about the away fans? We get wet. Well, you don't have to stand there. Buy That's a ticket. Buy a ticket for a seat if you're that bothered. Yeah. You can sit wherever you want. You choose to be there. Don't allocate some of the seats to away fans. Yeah. No, that's yeah. That side of the north stand, isn't it? Closest to... Go and stand then, you morning get. Go in there, yeah. Don't mourn it. But I think the stand is better from a... It functions better in terms of the bars, the toilets and stuff like it. It does function better as because as it's a modern stand. The old, yeah. make no mistake, the old south stand needed flattening. Everyone yeah. 
I think everyone, every Leeds fan, every rugby league fan agrees with that. But it's like we were speaking about earlier that it should have been a full terrace. I know this, we're kind of talking like, the, you know, the, the horse was bolted here, but someone's asked. So should have been a whole terrace. They should have just done a whole terrace again. But then I think it was Laurie or Reese who mentioned earlier that they had to put, you know, the people from the north stand somewhere. But mm-hmm. I do love Headingley as it is now, but I am, I'll always be gutted that it isn't a full terrace. And like Laurie said earlier, you know, would it be everyone seems to be from the old south stand, they're scattered all over now, like someone in West. Yeah, someone yeah, in would they have been able to get it that imposing and that big, though, with it all being terracing? That's what I mean. The, the, these are the questions that the, the could I have. I think it had to be because it's double tiered, it's huge, isn't it? Massive, yeah. It had just. Mm. Made it terracing, would it have looked like that side at Warrington? My mm. favourite team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that team, it, wouldn't look, it wouldn't have looked impress- as impressive, I don't think. Mm. Um, the final question, and are you wanting to do your sign off, Lottie, now, or do you want to do it after I've asked this question? No, I'll do it after. Okay. Um, now it's confirmed we're getting to the grand final. This is still from Sam, by the way. So now it's confirmed we are getting to the grand final. I like your style, Sam. Do we wear the pink kit? In the grand final. In the grand final. I think we have to, don't we? Yeah. Because uh, imagine if we didn't, and we, you know, we lost, we'd be like, Jesus Christ, why didn't we wear the pink kit? It's like a, it's like a no-brainer. It's I think so. Oh, it's awful. God awful. I hate it. But, it's like, it's I'm, wearing, I'm wearing this and I think this is awful. <laughs> Laurie fair, yours, look, yours looks a bit orange right now, Laurie, from what I can <laughs> Yeah, it's looking but, slightly better. Old <laughs> Trafford's a neutral venue. We've, we've, we've worn one shirt at a neutral venue this year. And it's yeah, that yeah. One. That's just, true. Just yeah, as long as true. you don't ever wear that grey thing. It's horrendous, isn't it? Yeah, the grey yeah. has to go. I think the club are aware that. of that now. We're that on Friday and we're going to lose because of it. Oh, no, we're going to wear pink. We'll wear the pink. It'll be fine. I, I think the club will love it. can't wear pink against the riders. Oh, yeah, that's a fair shout. We'll have to wear blue. It's fine. It'll it's have to be the home sh- or the bureau yeah, shirt. Yeah, we can't, yeah. We'll wear that grey thing. Oh, Christ. We haven't won last time we wore that. that. We're going to wear yeah. We are not wearing that. You just look at your teammates and go, this is just drab. This is just horrendous. It is bad. I hear that kit now. <laughs> yes, we definitely have to wear the pink kit when, when we get to Old Trafford. Is that the end of the mailbag, Reese? That is the end of the mailbag, and that is the end of the podcast. Thank you, everybody, for watching. If you've watched this live, if you're watching it back, thank everybody for listening. Really appreciate you were uh, listening and getting involved. We'll always have a platform. I'll just say again: if you are a lady, if you're a woman. We'd love to have you on as a regular. Don't be afraid to get in touch with either me or Reese at Lot17A at The Owl and Fleece. Laurie, as always, thank you for your good work again. I think you're back. I think Laurie's back. Last game, Cass? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're in for that one. That's next time we'll see Laurie. Chris, brilliant. Thank you very much for joining us. Again, you're welcome back anytime. Just Get in touch and you can uh, review any game you want. Reese, as always. We'll have to do the stats for this one on the next one. I'll put. I'll just do my usual tweet out at some point during the week. Oh, yeah. Follow the Owl and Fleece and he'll uh, 
send that tweet out. Thanks, everybody, for watching, listening, and we'll be back to review the win against Hulk KR. Take care, everybody. See you soon.